Hey, all you sexy bookworms. Welcome to this special episode of Shit We've Read After Dark. This episode features spicy, mature content, and the topics discussed may not be suitable for everyone. Please, take care as you listen. Now, light some candles and make yourself comfortable as we get ready to go deep, deep into this book, that is. (laughs) We hope this episode is as good for you as it was for us. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Shit We've Read After Dark. My name is Jason Rico and I will be one of your hosts on today's episode where we'll be talking about Titan, a gargoyle daddy dom romance by Jillian Graves. Um, <laughs> my co-hosts are already laughing at me. Uh, so let's go ahead and introduce them. First up, uh, alphabetical order, we got Bella. Hey, Bella, how's it going? <sighs> I wish I could say I was doing better. I'm doing fine, Rico. How are you? <laughs> that may be the longest sigh we've had on the show. <laughs> I'm worried about you for this episode. I'm, I'm, say that still, up front. I'm still digesting what I read. That's fair. You That's know. Fair. We'll yeah. get through this together. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we have Emma Skies. Hello, Emma. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I think we should institute a drinking game, whether this is for us or for the listeners. Who knows? But you have to take a drink every time somebody says daddy. Oh, no. I think we're going to have a lawsuit on our hands, <laughs> Emma. Yeah. I think that's yeah. Legally, I cannot endorse this. <laughs> Whatever you choose to do at home is between you and your alcohol. But don't also don't be a bitch and do it. Um, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, and then, of course, we have Laura. Hey, Laura, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. This is this is going to be an interesting episode. Jason, what happened to your you're trying to do like a sexy intro voice? You know, I. Uh, <laughs> Um, Not in the mood. Well, no, I was telling this to Laura uh, before we started recording that this morning when I woke up and I was getting ready for the day, I was thinking about the fact that we're going to record and I knew I was going to be hosting. And so I was just kind of like running lines in my head. And this weird, like kind of deeper voice came out. I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm not mad at this. I kind of like it. Uh, But I can't recreate it now. And I think it's because I was still half asleep (laughs) and maybe my vocal cords weren't quite warmed up. I don't know. But that Jason is is no longer with us, no. unfortunately. Okay. Mm. So okay. I'll fix it in post. I'll lower it. Oh, okay. That works. <laughs> uh, Emma, you mentioned a drinking game, uh, but we can't play a drinking game if we're not drinking. So are we drinking anything fun today, guys? Uh, I have the biggest jug in the world. <laughs> wow. That's, that is a personal size bottle, clear. <laughs> Uh, okay. Barefoot pink Moscato. You know how much this entire jug costs? Like eight dollars. <laughs> wow, it's worth That's it. That's how it, you know it's good. Yeah, quality, quantity over quality yeah. on that one. Yeah, it's absolutely massive, and it broke or at least bent a corkscrew trying to get it open. Nice. That's how badly you needed alcohol for tonight's episode. <laughs> that that is a giant <laughs> bottle, and I'll be sure to save uh, save out a screenshot of that to post so people can see. <laughs> Uh, Bella, are you drinking anything fun? I had to have a drink. Um, our last episode <laughs> reminded reminded me why we drink on these uh, special special episodes with Emma's guys. So I I I did I do have white wine. It's not nearly as impressive as Emma's. It's just white wine. 
from a normal size bottle. Look, it's alcohol. But I was, I was desperate. I was like, I'm not talking about this without any kind of alcohol in my system. I need to be inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be sober. For a daddy dom gargoyle. Like, I couldn't tell people what I was reading. That's, that's, that's a third daddy, and I just said the fourth one, so there you go. Wow. There you go. Uh, Laura, are you drinking anything fun? You know, I have had a very long day, and I have not had much to eat, so unfortunately, I am not drinking any alcohol. Uh, but I have a Minute Maid Aguas Frescas Hibiscus tea uh, that I may or may not be allergic to. We'll find out through this episode. Stick around. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's probably better that one of us is sober because when this episode goes off the rails, uh, <laughs> you can keep us on track. Try and, someone, and direct someone us. Someone has to hold us accountable. Yeah. yeah it certainly won't be me because uh, the drink I made is called a gargoyle. Oh. It is very on the nose. What a color. It is uh, equal parts gin, <laughs> vodka, and passion fruit juice. Oh. Um, How is that gargoyle in any way? So I looked it up. I believe it was created uh, at the Gargoyle Club, um, which apparently okay. was a bar someplace like back in the 1930s or something like that. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, so you so remember it well. Mm-hmm. I remember it well. I remember and it was the fresh new drink. Uh, I believe George was the bartender. Um, it was probably. Jo- you think I'm joking, but I believe if you looked it up, George was the bartender. It oh was it was probably actually created by the gargoyles in our story. Oh, um, yeah, they're old enough. That's yeah. that's canon. I'm making that canon. Um, <laughs> anyhow, this drink is incredibly strong, uh, and so I put a lot more passion fruit juice in here. Oh, but it is still very strong. <laughs> I mean, it's two thirds liquor. Correct. That's a lot of liquor. That's a yep. lot. And a not, lot. not liquor. I like to mix. Mm-hmm. No, and that's not a small no. glass. No. No, this is designed to have like a whiskey cube in there, and I don't. Oh. So I just filled it with more liquor. You, you needed one of my Death Star ice cubes. Always. Next time. Always. Yeah. Yeah. I should invest in like a fancy uh, shit we've read branded metal Ooh. grate that you melt the cube onto. So <laughs> it, no, that's okay. the thing. That's how you get the, the okay. that's how yeah. you get designs into the ice cube. Just, that's not where I thought you were going to go with that. <laughs> where did you think I was going? I don't know, like glassware, like etched glassware. Oh, well, we can do that. Oh, some after dark glasses. Okay, I like that. I think we, we could do should. little shot glasses. We could do a little whiskey glasses. needs wine glasses. I think you exclusively drink. Okay, yeah. we're going to look into this. Yeah. I think we should. An appropriately Christmas signed kid. wine glass for Emma's giant bottle of wine. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All right, so we got drinks. We're feeling good. Are we feeling good? I'm feeling great. Are we, okay. Jason started you drinking better if you before. had a jug of wine. All Correct. right, that's what you're missing. <laughs> yeah, that is what I'm missing. We haven't started talking about the book yet, so of course we're feeling great. Will we feel great by the <laughs> end of it? We'll find out. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the book that we are reading is Titan by Jillian Graves. It is a gargoyle daddy dom romance. Please take a shot. Um, it is book one of the Romancing His Stone series. Love that name. <laughs> In case it's not clear, this is a mature themed book, and this will be a mature themed episode. It's exactly so, what it uh, says on the tin. Mm-hmm. So uh, just a warning, please be of consenting age if you listen to this episode. And if you're not, please leave. 
uh, and come back when you're old enough. The internet will still be here, I believe. All right, so some uh, content warnings for this book. This book contains depictions of violence, blood, gore, explicit sex, sex work, monster appendages, human and non-human sex, dacrophilia, spanking, and a financially abusive parent relationship with a mother, which some readers may find graphic or otherwise disturbing. The main characters engage in a consensual power exchange. The relationship in the story is not meant to depict real-life best practices. So, if any of that is troubling for you, please take care of yourself. We will not take offense, but if you're still with us, let us continue. All right, synopsis for this book. Uh, I'm really tempted to make Valerie read this. Um, Your fucking face! <laughs> That's so mean. No, no, hold on. You didn't let me finish. I said I'm tempted to, but I'm not going to. I'm going to give you a pass because... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. If looks could kill, Rico would have died a slow and painful death. <laughs> Like the synopsis is not that is not it's R-rated. Not. I just really don't want to read it. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I won't get through it. It's really to your own detriment. Uh, uh, Laura, would you mind reading it? Okay. <laughs> You're the sober one. I got to pick on you. That's true. That's true. That's okay. I'm already, I'm already slurring. <clears throat> I haven't taken a sip of this tea, so my my tongue's not swollen, so I can talk. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> we're, we're doing great over here. Shit, we've run. Do you have an oh. EpiPen, by the way? Is it, like, on hand? <laughs> I don't. Is this a new discovery? Some Benadryl you need, you know. Is Jace aware of the situation? <laughs> no. I'll text him. I'll text him. If Laura just drops, I'll text Jace. My husband, let me know. I might, I might need to go to the hospital. Yeah. Oh. Oh. We got you, Laura. Thanks. <clears throat> okay, let me see here. Synopsis. Living, breathing gargoyles shouldn't exist. Juliana should be running for the door, but the way he looks at her and touches her awakens new desires. When former child star Juliana Novak loses everything to her shady managers, she'll do whatever it takes to win her independence back, even if it means rushing to find a new sugar daddy. When Titan, a wealthy businessman, makes her an offer she can't refuse, she soon realizes he may not be what he seems. His curved horns, massive wings, and ribbed prehensile tail are, however, more than she ever bargained for. Leader of the last surviving gargoyles, Titan knows what desperation looks like, and he recognizes it in Juliana. The heavy weight she carries is one he's able to bear, and one he finds he wants to. Juliana needs a daddy, and Titan is ready to be the firm hand and more she needs. When his missing supernatural artifact and her financial troubles are unexpectedly aligned, Titan and Juliana find that a single night together won't be enough. Confronted by old enemies, the diverging paths they once followed may no longer be the destiny their hearts desire. Thank you very much for that, Laura. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right. As always, let's begin with our uh, first impressions. No spoilers. Emma. <laughs> you know what? It wasn't bad. 
this was not a bad time at all. This yeah, was yeah. this was a fine time. You know what I was thinking when I read this is I had just been talking to somebody about the fact that like not every book can be five stars and not every book should be five stars. That's simply too much to handle. And sometimes you just need a nice book, something a little entertaining, a little silly, a little sexy, a little fun. You know what? <laughs> that was this. I had a I had a fun time. It was silly and sexy. It was fun. And I'm fine with it. 3.5 stars. Awesome. Uh oh. Bella, the uh, <laughs> the uh, the rebuttal, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Emma's not wrong that for some people this might be a fun time. <laughs> for some people, are uh, you some people, Bella? No. Oh no, I don't. I the like doms are fine. That those are usually a good time. But the daddy thing, I just it it stopped me every time. I like it would be good. And then she'd say, like, daddy. And I was like, oh, no, no, out of it, out of it. No, escape pod. I, it just didn't do it for me. I, I didn't like it. I really didn't. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable the whole time. <laughs> Would you say that rather than a kink, it is full on the other side for you and it? Oh, it is an ick. 100%. Fair enough. It's a five-star okay. ick. <laughs> Which I... <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> it was, I, and I knew that I didn't like like the daddy thing. Any, anything that brings like infantilizing relationships and sex together. No, thank you. Uh, so I knew that, but I was like, okay, maybe I can give it a chance. Like after dark is always an opportunity to like expose myself to something and like, sure, maybe it's not for me, but like, it's never like a bad time. Right. No, this was just weird. I couldn't get into it. it. Every time they said daddy, I was like, man, you ruined it. You ruined it. And it just got worse because their relationship blossomed. So I was just really not into it. And then there wasn't really a lot of plot for me to like stick around with interest. So, but it, I, I could see how it was a fun time for some <laughs> I was curious. I was like, Rico picked it. So maybe he enjoyed it. Um, so I'm curious to hear Rico's opinion. Um, but maybe should we hear from Laura first before yes, we dive yes. into the host? Okay. Please, please. Uh, you know what? I actually I really liked it overall. Um, I am judging all of you now. I, oh, that's fine. I, 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 <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not. I was, space. I was entertained. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, we've talked about what what's the term? Fast love. Insta love. Insta love in the past. So, I mean, that was definitely a, a part of this book. But, I mean, besides that, I feel like it actually did kind of have a good good plot outside of all of the sex. Um, in a way, we can get into more detail later. Yeah, uh, we're going to need to dissect that one. And I did feel like the characters weren't just, you know, one-dimensional. I felt like we got to get to know them a little bit. Props on the child star turned sugar baby. That was not a plot I had on my bingo for After Dark. And that for that, I was like, okay, you know what? Now I've read everything. <laughs> That's what you think. Yeah, we'll That's find, what I we'll think. Find oh, don't, don't challenge that. <laughs> don't challenge. I was like, wow, this really was an amalgamation of things. And it worked. I'll, like, I will give you that. Like, the plot did work and 
most cases. Yeah, like like more. you can tell. I mean, it, it already like in in the like synopsis it says that basically they have they have their own agendas. They have their own things that they're trying to work towards, and it just happens to work out being together f- for this book. Um, yeah, and so I thought, you know, again, aside from the sex stuff there was somewhat of a plot that we were actually following, which is, you know, we've talked again too about that in the past, whether there is an actual plot or, or if it's just trying to get you from scene, sex scene to sex scene. So again, overall, I enjoyed it. There were things about it I didn't, but not enough for me to say that I didn't enjoy it. Okay. Thank you. Uh, okay. Plot. Uh, I liken the plot to this book as if you were to go to a very fancy restaurant and they bring you a dish of like an appetizer and it's like a pea with like some like weird like nori waffle type stuff on top with a couple sprigs of some sort of herb and like a little bit of like a, a sauce on the side, which adds up to like not a lot. Like there's really nothing on the plate, but it's great. The little bite you have is great. That's kind of the way I like in this plot. It's like there was like not a lot of the plot, but the little plot we had, I really actually did enjoy. That was um, so specific. good flavor, but it's not a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, I like, the, I, essence, it's yeah, the essence yeah, of yeah. a good plot. Uh-huh, exactly. The like, croix of a plot. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, there were definitely some ick moments. However, all in all, I had a great time with this book. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, was it perfect? No. Emma, I'm, I'm with you. Is this a five-star book? Absolutely not. But did it earn all of whatever stars I'm going to give it? It earned every single one. I don't know where that is yet. Maybe three, maybe four, somewhere in there. But it earned every single one of those at least three stars. I hope uh, you know it hurt me not to make a daddy dom joke right there because I hate them. So I hate, I hate it so much. I couldn't joke about it, Rico. That says a lot. <laughs> For the first time, you have restraint. Right there. They they earned every (laughs) single star. Is right there. Couldn't do it. Can't commit. Can't commit to the bit. It's my line. It's my Um, line in the sand. All right. Uh, Yeah. So, I I mean, I I enjoyed it overall. And that's all I have to say about that. So, um, (laughs) we ready to move into some more specific. Oh, (laughs) Emma's pouring another glass. Emma's pouring another glass. We've got a second glass of Moscato. Let's let's, uh, let's wait for this. Nobody look at me. (laughs) <laughs> oh, she's, she's still going. Okay. Listen. Well, let me take a sip of my very strong cocktail. I need what Rico and Emma are drinking. I don't have enough alcohol for this. And you're in for such a good time, too, because all of us apparently liked it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shocked. Any, not any, shocked. any monster romance, I think we know Bella's not going to be totally into it. Yeah, it was an uphill battle to begin with. I, we, I mean, we all knew that before we even started reading the book, that the chances of a ballot enjoying this were Listen. slim. I, look, okay. I okay, Are we getting into spoilers? Can okay, I, well, let me just give a warning. Okay, we're going to get into spoilers now. If okay. you haven't read the book and you don't want things ruined, please stop listening now. Come back after you've read the book. However, if you don't care about any of that and you just want to hear us shoot the shit and um, shoot the shit. get sloppy on, on an episode, uh, by all means, keep listening. Okay, spoiler warning. Okay. Done. Yeah, you're shaking your head, Emma. And after I that said that, that was uncomfortable. That was that yeah, was not a, fun. <laughs> in the context of an adult-themed episode, perhaps a poor choice of words, but we're just gonna move past it. Bella, you're gonna say something. <laughs> okay, so I was gonna say that 
right off the bat, I was like not into the writing style of this book and the whole like insta love almost gave like faded mates at the beginning. I was like, I didn't think this was going to be faded mates. So I was already like, not into this. But then there was like, and I was like gargoyle into like stone, another monster like thing. Uh, no, with a tail and wings. No. And then, then we got shape shifting. We had the ring and the shape. Sh- I was okay. All right, maybe this will be okay. We'll have like human-looking sex. That'll nope. be nope, nope, <laughs> no. It's not what we got. So then I was like, God damn! And then it was Daddy Dom. The minute it started, like you need a daddy. I was like, Ugh. Ugh. no. I highlighted that part. I highlighted that exact line, and I think the note I had was like. Ick, gross. No, but it was like poor, poor Bella. Bella's gonna die. Yeah, oh, thank on, you. Let me pull it up. <laughs> I want to. I want to know the note. You need a daddy, Juliana. My note was <laughs> Bella is going to hate this book. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. I do. That was the minute that happened. I was like, I am no longer in. Like, I'm not even giving it a chance. <laughs> Kindle says 595 highlights on that line. Yeah. <laughs> that. Saw that. I saw the highlight because I read so fast. I saw the highlight like before I'd even read the sentence. And then I read it and I was like, who the fuck highlighted this? Why is this really everybody who picked up the daddy dom romance? No. I was like, I hate this. The sugar baby thing, like, is never is not really my favorite, but I was like, we've got consent. We've got like some somewhat of like some power balance things going on. The daddy dom at even if it's consensual, it's not for me. I, I think about it. Honest, totally honest. I don't like, I don't like the the daddy dom stuff personally either. So I just tried to just pretend it wasn't there so much. <laughs> I, okay, I did, but then then she would say it, and I did. Or, I didn't like it. Did you replace so, it in your mind, like when people replace I Santa couldn't. baby with Santa buddy? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Another another way that is that you could look at it, if you ignore that he calls her baby or baby girl, which by the way, I still hate baby girl. I hate I hated that way more hate than it daddy. So much. Just because I felt like that was overused. Uh this is not the first book that we've done for this podcast where they used baby girl mm-hmm. overly like too much. But one thing you can also think just, you know change your perception is you can pretend that they are parents and dad is taking care of mom. No, I could, no. Wait, hold on. Because I don't want to read about that either. So, you're no. You're asking us to, to imagine that they're playing house? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you don't like the dad and baby thing, no. daddy and baby, pretend like she's mom. The... I appreciate the mental gymnastics there. <laughs> yeah, that's really good for you. I'm glad that worked I mean, whatever for you. I'm not saying I was doing that. I'm just saying if anybody is really that grossed out, that's it's another just like, way it, that you can look at it. It would literally like build to a point where I was like, okay, now I'm getting into it. I'm liking it. And then she'd bring out that D word. And I was like, absolutely not. not at least it wasn't everywhere. Oh, not the D word I wanted. I mean, she could just be calling him daddy the whole time and not by his name. True. 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 It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Yeah. It could have been worse, but yeah. it was just enough to ruin those moments for me sometimes. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, Bella. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, Other- yeah. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was going to say, otherwise, I was very impressed with the variety of the sex scenes. There was like an Emma in my head that was like, it's not the same sex scene every time. Um, There was some creative scenes. So, you know, uh, that's why I wanted to give it a chance. I appreciated that he used every single one of his body parts. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up. Of course I'm going to bring that up. (laughs) Because I have now had this problem multiple times all right i understand there is a suspension of disbelief in monster romance sorry in real life or in books <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> don't think a, about it too much suspension of disbelief in monster romance which i can get behind all right the size thing we just pretend that physics are different all right this is a different kind of world sure but the one thing i will not suspend my disbelief for i couldn't do it in this book i could not do it in the dragon's bride if you have a tail and if that tail is going to be used in sex, that tail needs to not be on the ground all the fucking time. Kept thinking in that Los too. Los Angeles, she just got the world's worst antibiotic resistant UTI. I fucking know she did. His tail is on, and it specifically talks about his tail on the ground behind him and how he like taps it on the floor and then he puts it inside of her. No immediately no i will suspend my disbelief for literally anything else the gargoyles i can buy it the stone that looks like stone but feels like skin i can buy it the size fitting sure the tail you need to clean that thing or put like seven condoms on it because that is i'm upset look at least in dragon's bride they had some kind of magical cream or something that they would put in (laughs) true that's Mm -hmm. true and this there's not that not that no no, she see she needs a the size of my the the jug of of uh wine that I have, she needs that much cranberry juice and she needs it right now. <laughs> because my god. No, she needs that much penicillin. That. <laughs> no, that's the size of her penicillin shot. I, I was so upset. I was like as and it was like I could see it coming cuz like I knew they're oh, talking yeah. about the tail and then the tail is moving and I was like no, 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 you better not put that inside of her. And then oh, oh inside of her. We knew, I knew in me I was like that's going to be used 100%. Need to clean it. I was Okay, I also was surprised by how quickly we started the sexual relationship in this book. Based on our other books we've read, it's usually like 30% of the way in. Yeah. I think this was before 10% on my Kindle. Okay. Like, I so think we were like 8 or 9% in. Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up because you had mentioned insta-love or someone mentioned insta-love earlier. Insta-sex, yeah. And I didn't have an issue with that because I didn't think this is what that was. Like, this was purely transactional. So the fact that they immediately got into it is like, there's no no red flags here because they know exactly what this is and it's fine. But they were like immediately comfortable with us one another and letting their guard down. They decide they love each other in a week. Yeah. I mean, yes, it, it got there, but I'm saying in the beginning of the book, I didn't. It didn't raise any hackles on my behalf. It was like it's fine. Hack- like you've been reading because it started because it was started out as just transactional. Yes. Okay. Yeah. However, it raised the big question, and I will admit, I know really nothing about sugar dating whatsoever. I'm I do not glad know to hear that. That you know of, I know nothing about what's allowed and what isn't allowed, and all the stuff, and so. My understanding, and please, if either one of you knows or anybody listening knows, please comment at me and I will be the first one to admit that I don't know. Um, Sugar dating, as far as I understood it, was mostly like the sugar daddy, mommy wants to take care of the baby, but it isn't necessarily inherently sexual. 
it could be, but maybe isn't, right? Yeah, not necessarily. Like, yeah. But yeah. I, I felt like this was very just straight sexual. It's like, so what's the line between sugar dating and just prostitution? It's never the money is never exchanged for sex. If that makes sense. It kind of felt like it in this book. Well, I mean, she just said, like, let's spend the night together. And then they chose to have sex. It's those little boundaries make the difference. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I think it's a really fluid line within sex work. And there's a lot of people who do sugar dating who don't necessarily feel like they do sex work. And then there's sugar dating yeah. that is sex work. Okay. And okay. I think it I think it's a person to person case by case basis. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Which Fair is enough. why in and of itself, like sugar dating is not illegal in the way that prostitution is illegal. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And because even to her point, she was like, I don't usually do this. Like I don't usually make the relationship physical. But she was saying like she felt yeah. like she wanted to. Okay. And it, it, I, I think what it what it also started out with was he's paying for her time. Yeah. And so then they extended it in order for her to do this, go to this um, party. And so just part of that agreement was I want to do this with you yeah. during our time. And she There definitely was a very distinct, I think to your point, Jason, payment for sex. Where like there was the pay that they that she had negotiated for her to spend that date with him, and then as soon as he was like, "You should stay and have sex with me," she was like, "Here's my price," and then we can do that. So there, I mean, it definitely moves into a more distinct, you know, area of sex work mm-hmm. throughout the course of it. Okay, cool. Thanks. No further questions. <laughs> Signs up for the Sugar Baby app. <laughs> yeah, what's that website? called like, i know we have them. What, what what was the app called in the book oh sweet they, arrangements which also i you know i gotta give credit to the author that was a great name for the app that was a good name i was very impressed i was like damn i know exactly what that is no no explanation necessary <laughs> and usually it bugs me when you can tell i mean i guess it's not a one-to-one to anything but it bugs me when you can tell that the author didn't want to use like whatever app name exists in real life like mariana mm. zapata does that in all of her books the social media is pictogram yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like I, whatever this either say instagram or don't say it but this is weird right I just, I, yeah i was like it didn't bother me it sounds like a real app could be an app that exists could be real <laughs> Rico, you seem to have thoughts. No, no, not at all. No thoughts, just just vibes. Okay. Just vibes. So if we want to talk about, you want to talk about insta-love and like how quickly they were comfortable with each other and how quickly all of that happened. I think the important thing is how quickly she did not give a fuck that he was a gargoyle. Because yeah, that, that ring comes off, she sees a stone monster and like real quick, she's like, yeah, okay, I can get behind that. Immediately drools over his cock. Like, are you kidding me? No, well, he, no questions. He no must questions. have done really well with her the night before for Ooh. her to just accept it that quick. She was still I mean, on she that. had had a very good night. Yeah, she's still in that that haze. Um, yeah. I stopped fucking questioning that shit because I kept questioning every single book we've ever read. It's like these women do not care that they are sleeping with the monster whatsoever. There she's should got- be at least a day. Like, get- does not ruminate on it for one no. second. Look, she got, she got a, she had a really good time the night before and she made a lot of money. Like. That's fair. She's probably just going to be, she's just like, okay, this is a thing. So, you know, I've been doing the sugar dating thing for a really long time. I know what I will put up with and I know what I won't put up with. And you know what I'll put up with? A gargoyle. That, 
Apparently. That's in my wheelhouse now. You know what? Good for her. You know, Rico, as, long, as long as the money goes through the cash app, we're good. Rico, I know you like monsters. And I know you like smut. So if in real life a gargoyle propositioned you, would you sleep with them? If they were hot... First of all, I don't like I made both of those statements. So matter of fact, <laughs> uh, secondly, like, I, I, I have follow like questions. Monsters? I have follow questions. So, what are the rules? A gargoyle is propositioning me. Like, like what happened in the book? What more do you need to know? So you sleep with a woman, and then you find out the next morning that she's a gargoyle. Do you continue to sleep with her? Ooh. Sure. I mean, uh, it depends on how humanoid she still looks. Like, oh, so that does matter for you. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you make me wow, read so shallow dragon books. But there's so you, you, I mean, like, listen, <laughs> why are we talking about me? This isn't about me. This is about the book. This is this about is Juliana. This, and this Titan. is the, no, no, no. This is the second monster book you've made me read, Rico. You made me read a well. You didn't, was it a monster book? Right, it was right. vampires. It, it was vampires. Count. Whatever. They're not human. I'm not draw your arbitrary lines. All right? I'm drawing my arbitrary oh lines my in the sand. God. Wow. They have normal penises. And What's no a normal penis? Pen- All no penises ex- are beautiful, Bella. And no extra appendages. <laughs> I mean, would we call teeth <laughs> an appendage? No. I'm really getting the technicalities here. That's a bone. <laughs> so, so is. <laughs> Wait, you say no, a penis is tentacles, a bone? <laughs> tentacles don't have bones, Emma. But tails do. Not all tails. But you don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We, we don't There's know. No He's gargoyle. a fucking gargoyle. He's made of stone. <laughs> there are no bones. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Okay. I need to know, Rico. And what are your crimes? Well, okay. Speaking of stone. I'm getting really warm. I have a question. Yes. Because it says multiple times that he he says he is made of stone, but also multiple times it's described as stone skin and that she could feel his muscles and he was very warm and like, obviously his penis works similar to a human penis. I don't understand. Is he stone or is he not? Have, have you ever seen this spray paint that's like stone? like faux stone where like you spray the spray paint on and it's just got like, that's what I imagine. If you just painted a really big dude with this, the faux stone uh, spray paint, this is what it was. Cause it's like, so he's not stone. Well, he said at one point, he said he turns into stone if he stands really still like on guard. Okay, Drax. Uh, I I was picturing like cosplay where like you make your skin look like stone, but it's not actually stone. It's like it's like foam. It's like uh, like a. So soft... you thought about this? Yeah, like it, from yeah. from a distance, you're like, oh, that's a rock, and then you Correct. touch it, and you're like, no, that is that's a Correct. peck. That is yes. a man's peck yes. right there. Yes. So when he calls himself stone, he says he has stone skin. He really just means skin. Did you ever read Twilight? You read Twilight, yes. It's it's yes because they similarly talk came. about the vampire skin that way where it's like diamond hard thinking about mm-hmm. but mm. also like it just feels relatively normal but really cold. I mean, maybe if like you get like down small enough, like it is stone, but there's such small, um, like microsco- sand. Yeah, 
So so it ends up feeling like skin because of the they're such small particles. <laughs> but really, they are stones. They still have all the, the strength properties of stone. The important thing to note is that it's not abrasive. And that's really all that matters. I mean, for her sake, absolutely. <laughs> it's not that abrasive. Point. That was, okay. yeah, that was confusing. That was an important point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about? Consent, sugar dating. We have not talked about the plot. The plot. It's a heist. It's a heist book. Nobody told heist. us this was a heist book. Yeah, it was a heist True. book, wasn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, wait, speaking of heists and, 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 and not liking Daddy Don or Daddy and Baby Girl, I really liked when he called her thief. Like, oh, I, love that. Little thief. Love that. I love that. that. More like, of that. Less Baby Girl, more My Little Thief. Like, completely agree. Yeah. Anyway. So much better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've talked a lot about like plot and like the, the ratio of plot to smut. And I feel like it all, it, a lot of times comes down to like, if you're going to give me a plot, I need you to commit to it. And I feel like this committed to the plot. It yes. committed to the fact that there was going to be a heist and that there was going to be set up for the heist. And we were going to prepare for it. I feel like it committed. And I appreciate that. I think you get rid of the, 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 the sex. Um, there is a great book in here. That, that yeah. Exists. Like a more. Yeah. You get, rid, you know, the, the, the child <laughs> actor. I mean, it, it, it no. needs to be worked on, not just yeah. as is, but like right. the, the the former child actor who whose money is stolen by her mom. And was, did was, anyone else think about Jeanette McCurdy when they read this? Yes. Okay, great. No, no. not just me. I'm not, I'm not down. I'm not do you know down. who that is? I do. Yeah, from Mike Carly. Oh yeah, I mean that was like her whole life story. So I was thinking of Britney Spears. I was thinking oh. Especially when they started talking about putting her in a conservatorship, I was like, oh, this did come out around the free Britney time. You guys, you guys, that was a generational divide. I was just right going to say, this is where our generations are. <laughs> On this podcast. Yeah. The third year yep. like Britney Spears, the 20 somethings are like Jeanette McCready. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyway. That's when your age shows me. Shut up. I'm not old. <laughs> wow. That was the line Britney versus Jeanette McCready. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, yeah, well, no. Anyways. Yeah, no, I thought I thought the plot we had was really good. I really did enjoy it. Okay. And, 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 um, no. okay, well, whatever. This is my own well, opinion. I, I can no, have my own opinion. As someone who didn't enjoy the sex scenes as much as y'all, so I didn't have that to like weigh, the plot was kind of like mm, half, half well, baked. But, but you're only focusing on the plot then at That's that what point. I'm saying. We're, we're looking at both. And like I said in earlier, it didn't feel like it was just a random plot that's just getting you from one scene, one sex scene to another sex scene. Like Jason, you just said, if you took the sex out of it, there is a plot there that that could be. Yeah, it would need to be fleshed out more and filled part. in more. But the bones are all there, and and I and it actually captured my interest of of. Her trying to get her money back and her life back and and this guy being, I mean, being a gargoyle and and his fallen brothers and um, the heists and and him being an asshole and attacking, was it Richard? Richard. Um, all that, like that actually was very intriguing. And I have said in the past, sometimes like these books don't really capture my interest when it comes to the plot. Uh, I just want to get from sex scene to sex scene. And in this instance, I enjoyed the plot in between the sex scenes. 
Can we talk about Kevin Feige weirdly being in this book? Because they didn't call him that, but he was Kevin Feige. Because the guy that she goes on a date with at the at the start of the book is a like the super fuck? producer of superhero movies. I did not put two and together. And I was like, Kevin oh. Feige, what are you doing here? I was I was like, who would this be? <laughs> now that you Feige. point that out. That's is he an asshole like that? I don't know. That's I might not slander. You're going to get us in trouble. Wow. Disney. Uh, no, I'm going to get Jillian Gray. Yeah, they're going to go Disney partnership. But right. I was like, what a, it was such a specific thing to say that he was like a really big producer that like people knew his name and his face of superhero movies. And I was like, it's Kevin Feige. What a weird thing to put in here. <laughs> uh, I missed that. That's really funny. Also calling him Alvin Harris being one letter off of Calvin Harris. What are yeah, we doing? Do. What's happening here? What are we, what are we saying? Spill the tea, Jillian Graves. What do you know that I don't know? I didn't make those connections at all. No, yeah, I didn't make it. Just me. Wow. <laughs> Clearly, you all need to pay attention to pop culture I don't, in a very healthy amount. I think I've said it before. I don't pay attention to names in books. <laughs> you don't pay attention to the words in books. <laughs> I don't pay attention to the words. I just pay attention to You're just what's all happening. The smut. You That's just see it. the titties, penis. That's what you correct. Say. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. Disgraceful. Thank you, Bella. Disgraceful. That's how we get these books. Gargoyles and shit. We hadn't done a, da- a Daddy Dom book. I'm trying and to find it. a variety. And I will never do this to you again, Bella. I That's what you said out. about the tentacles. And did I give you another tentacles? No. You're welcome. But you were. To be fair, you're 0 for 2 on books that you've recommended. You, you have, have gone on record on saying that you did not hate the tentacle book nearly as much as you make it out to, to, to seem. I that said it was an if okay I book. had to pick... The other book, what, what was it? The the dragon one. Ugh, that was so bad. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? Wow, Bella, come on. So I'm in the saying the tentacles aren't the lowest. The tentacle one again, but that's not really saying a lot, Rico. Speaking of how it. much you hate the Daddy Dom King, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I keep missing it. I think we're up to like 17 times we've said Daddy at this point. You're um, counting. I I was trying for a hot minute. Um, it could have been so much worse. It, it could have been worse because what I appreciated about the way that Daddy Dom was pro- like portrayed within this is that it didn't actively infantilize her beyond calling her baby girl, but there was no age play, which I severely appreciated. That was really my only worry going into this is like, I'm very indifferent to the idea of like Daddy, Daddy Dom, whatever. But if they put age play into it, that's when it starts to become my, and like we fully stayed away from that. We didn't infantilize her. We didn't coddle her in that way beyond the, I agree, overuse of the term baby girl. Like I think we got the, I I wonder if you search it on your Kindle, if the term baby girl comes up more than daddy, because it was a lot. It did feel like a lot. Let's, uh, let's search. And Which we one are you we searching for, Jane? Like- I was doing baby girl. Okay. You know, and I think my frustration with the, like, the daddy dom stuff is because it would have been a really good book without it. Like, I think I would have enjoyed the book without yeah. daddy. That was just, like, your brain just couldn't, couldn't I just, get it, it, it would, like, disrupt it. It was like, mm-hmm. and we're out of it. Cool. Now I got to get back into it. And now we're out of it. I also can't get past you guys saying that if you just replaced it with the word like buddy, like Santa buddy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> word replace every instance of daddy with buddy. <laughs> I tried, I was like, what else would work? And I tried like 
Uh, uh, no, I'm not even going to tell you what I tried. I can't. <laughs> I can't repeat it. I can't say it out loud. Share it, you coward. I can't, I can't. I haven't had enough wine for that. No. Okay. It's a safe place for us to laugh at you. Yeah, I'll cut no. it out. Don't worry this about is, it. This is on the internet. No. I'll cut it out. Not. No. it's like compromising the integrity of the podcast. Yeah, you can tell us after. You can tell us after. Okay, I don't think fine. I can say And then we'll tell the podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't think I can say it out loud. And I stopped recording. Wink. <laughs> Okay, Laura, how many times does daddy show up? Okay, so this is a little skewed, though, because it's also pulling up the term sugar daddy. Uh, oh. Okay. okay. So okay. Yeah. so when I search daddy, it also is including sugar daddy. Uh, it comes up 89 times. Wow. That's it. This can't be right. I searched baby girl and it came up 101 times. I knew it. I knew baby girl was more than daddy. That, okay, No. Well, because no. he uses it. I think he talks in sex scenes more than she does. For sure. It makes sense. But he does. You can't have that be the most used term in a book that's specifically about a... Oh, come no, on. Well, well, think about it, though. Oh. He he calls her um, baby girl as also just a nickname. Yeah, that's Even when they're say. not having sex. Does, she yeah. only calls him daddy when she's getting him aroused. That also I appreciate it. It didn't it didn't move it, outside of the bedroom. Yes. It did not have yes. like it was not a 24-7. That's how it kept tricking me. I'd be like, oh, okay, we're done. Oh no, it's back. Yeah. Anytime they're having normal it's conversations, like a, yeah. she only called him Titan. That's why it worked for me. I did not I'm 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 relatively indifferent, but that worked for me. If it had gone further, if it had been like I think once you start to put in things like age play, that's where it loses me. And I'm like, ooh, I don't yeah. know about this. Um, but I specifically did not feel like this infantilized her to yeah. an aggressive degree. And again, it was a business transaction. So, and it was a really healthy uh, depiction of sex work. Like, yeah, yeah. As far, I mean, from my limited understanding, but like, she was not ashamed of what she was doing. He was never trying to talk her out of it. He was never trying to like. It wasn't like a pretty woman kind of thing. Like he wasn't trying to buy her way out of sex work. Like, he respected what she did. He understood what she was doing. She knew what it was. They both kind of accepted that that was how it was working. And there was no problem. Like, it wasn't even a plot point of, like, and I I was like, oh, this is kind of refreshing to not even have to worry about it. It's just what she does. And that also um, goes back to consent, too, because there's multiple times when he would say, Tell me if you need me to stop. Tell me if this is too much. Tell me if you want this to stop. Tell me if you don't want this. And tell me now, do you want to move? Do you want to keep going or whatever it was? And she would say yes. And I thought the consent with him was very, very obvious. They didn't do a safe word, right? It was just, he was just no. like, just say stop. He just said, stop. say, yeah. say to stop. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the consent was there until he made some pretty big decisions on his own and, you know, led to... Um, outside of the bedroom. Outside of the bedroom, correct. Yes, still, I'm, like, I'm just saying in the bedroom no. there was consent. No, I know. This is this is me trying to segue into the next thing. Um, <laughs> of like, fuck, man. I was on board with tie-in for the most part until this, until this section of the book. Mm-hmm. And then it just played into, like, me not really liking most of the male main characters in these books who Mm -hmm. are just so not like well adjusted like 
they do not go to therapy, clearly. They no. all have fucking rage issues and just make decisions unilaterally. And like you're a fucking asshole. And and like he did not even understand. Like I would I would make I would forgive him if he's like, oh shit, you know what, I fucked up. And but for too long he was like, she doesn't appreciate what I did for her. I'm like, fuck you, Tyan. I hate you now. Um, right. So uh, listeners, any listeners who maybe didn't read it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Titan is trying to help Juliana by going and getting documents from her mom and ex-manager to help with her lawsuit. Right. He goes, he ends up attacking her ex-manager and he doesn't understand why that was wrong. When they yeah. specifically talked about the fact that, like, this is all she has. Like, this is the only thing that's important in her life is this legal battle that she's been in for years trying to get her money back from her mother and her now stepfather. Are they married? I think they're married. I think they're married. Yeah. I don't uh, think it said that they're married. It just said that she, they were living together. Okay. So, yeah, her, her mother and her ex-manager, like, this legal battle is everything important in her life. And she's like, it's really important to me that I'm the one doing this. Like, yes. I can get my life back. And then he goes in and he, like, fucks it all up. And in a way that it solves all of her problems. And it's the one thing about the book that I really wish was different is if he had done that and it hadn't solved all the problems. Right. Because it does. In the end, it does. It solves every problem in the book that she had. Um Immediately, her legal battles are cleared up. They leave. They give her her money back because he nearly kills the guy. Like, he shreds this man's innards. It was also weird that it did fix all the problems when when it was written that the mom contacts her. Like, how could you do this? Like, it seemed like there would be consequences. Like, consequences were set up and then not really ever like paid off yeah even titan from titan's perspective he even says yeah they might still retaliate yeah but no no, just kidding it it honestly felt like chapters were just cut out of the book yeah it was was, a bit too much too easy of a cleanup yeah that's that's kind of where i i say that i really enjoyed this overall which is true but after this happened and he was being an asshole about about everything didn't understand why he did why what he did was wrong and then in the end there was no real consequence for that decision and still in the end he says i'm i'm not sorry for helping you i'm sorry for how i did it which sure but i'm just like you i feel like you didn't actually learn anything that doesn't you, you don't understand why that was wrong and i i just it made me so angry that like the last the last sex scenes i was just not into because i was just so irritated that he still didn't learn anything and she was still okay with it <laughs> when his epiphany that he finally has about it if i remember right is mostly internal he doesn't in so many words tell her that he understands now why she's upset with him, if I remember correctly. Like, he has this very important internal epiphany of, like, understanding that, like, what he had seen as only being about her pride was important because her pride was all she had, and, like, he kind of took this win away from her. Like, he has that internal moment, but he never says that in so many words to her, and yet she forgives him anyway. And I was like, ah, we got got some wires crossed here. I'm gonna need you to say that out loud. Because I know that, but I need her to know that. 
Well, and that's also where where I get annoyed with the insta love part because I you know I mentioned before this is happening all within a week. That's so right. by the end of the week, he says, "You know, you know, I love you. You love me. This is what we want, or whatever." And so that's why she's just like, "You're right. I love you," and just like forgets that he did that. She just found out about monsters, every monster in the world, mind you, and fell in love in the same week. She's had a busy time. It's been a it's been a big week. And solved all of her problems that yeah. she's been dealing with. Since she was money 18. coming her way. Oh yeah. And stole an ancient artifact. And stolen and committed a heist. <laughs> and and somehow battled other just gargoyles. A light, just a light week when you live in LA. You, you know what's crazy is that by the end of this book, I guarantee you she still has the bruises from the first sex scene. Oh yeah. That's wild. That is Do a they? great point because he makes it he makes it a point to say like you have twenty spankings coming your way as a punishment. That's I'm a lot. Wait until you okay. feel. Can we talk? Can we talk about that? That the was spankings, another. Please. That was another thing I couldn't get into. I was like, that just sounds so painful. That's a lot of spanking and a lot of bruises and like what Look, kind of ruined so it for me. I was like, no. I'm not into spankings, but also it's just like twenty feels not like to expensive. not to that degree. That seems like a lot. I mean, it's only life. ten per cheek, and then if you <laughs> spread them out around the cheek, it's really only like maybe two to three per region like it's not that bad it's just like he wasn't like really holding back i mean the description does <laughs> say like roughly where he's slapping her so yeah i feel like and somebody correct me wrong. was there a lack of aftercare in this okay there wasn't really aftercare it didn't really anywhere. talk about it i, I was gonna it. say it earlier and then i was like am i crazy did i just like because there was a lot of skim i was like, I didn't really oh, think it. about that until just now I didn't. I don't feel like there was a lot of aftercare. I think most of the scenes ended up just stopping at the end and then just changed. Oh, that's a bummer. Aftercare is so much fun to read. Yeah, the only one that I it wasn't really aftercare, but she my my kink is aftercare. I'm gonna get you a I'm gonna get you a t-shirt. Please do. I will wear the hell out of that. I would wear Uh, every every episode. We learn more and more about each other. The only time, the only thing I can think of that we see anything after they've had sex is in the cave. Yeah. But she's just, she's already, and she's asleep. Like, yeah, they fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah, there's always like a yeah. wake up moment and then they usually like, he either wakes up first or like he has to go do something. So he's like, go take a shower, like go do your thing. Lame. More aftercare. I agree with that. <laughs> It's also weird that, like, and I mean, I guess it's to the book's credit that I didn't really think about that until just now, because usually that stands out to me. And I just, like, it just, you know what? The heist threw me off. It threw me off. I was, I was so compelled by this, by this art heist. And this, essentially this what Hollywood producer who collects ancient artifacts. Ke- Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Wink, wink. Actually, Kevin Feige is not the collector. Kevin Feige was the guy who. Uh, the first guy. The, the, oh, the Freddy. Movie. Was Freddy. Yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Feige, Freddie, Feige, Freddie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Emma, in the past, you have brought up uh, third act breakups and yes. you've given your opinions on how you feel about them. How did you feel about this breakup? This one didn't bother me. And I think because it felt Ask. natural. Like yeah. he did something dickish for a very understandable reason from his point of view. Like from everything we'd seen from him, it made sense that he did what he did and it made sense that she reacted the way that she did and thus there was a break. And to Laura's point, like, it's not like it lasted very long. 
And it made sense because like he even says, you know, you know, we have this we have this party coming up and she's like, well, I'll see you for the party then. Like, bye. Yep. Uh, so they get their little, they get their little, their, their little breakup. And in, in the realm of third act breakups, this one did not bother me. Okay. It bothered me that it ended. <laughs> and so they're they together. That they made up? <laughs> oh, oh, I was yeah. like, that the book ended? I was No, happy. that the breakup ended. <laughs> okay, so I didn't think about this as I was reading it, but now that you mentioned that, I would actually really like to read a book that is a self-contained like time like a period of time like if it this was that weak relationship that they first agreed to and then they went to separate ways like i feel like that would be a unique read of all this happened in a x amount of time and it's not a forever after it's not love it's just hot and heavy and passionate for the time we had together the end oh so you want like Knights and Rodanthe, or Rodanth, or whatever. Is that a Nicholas Sparks. Sparks book? That's a Nicholas Sparks book. I would not know that. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you should read it. I'm going to make you read it. <laughs> There's no I'm... smut. It's a Nicholas Sparks book. What's he going to do with that? Fades to oh, black. Use your imagination. Oh, gosh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write so many annotations. <laughs> this is where sex scenes should be. And it's people of your generation. It's an older, an older couple. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. Are they white? Yeah. Not my generation. It's a Nicholas Sparks book. Of course they're white. I know. It was a rhetorical <laughs> question. It's a Nicholas Sparks. It's a man writing a romance novel. It's set in North Carolina in the Sorry. early aughts. You're not El, Car- El Carolina del Norte. <laughs> oh my God. That takes me back to elementary school. Nicholas Sparks. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm knowing my drink, oh. FYI, in case I wasn't clear. That is very clear at this point. <laughs> I have finished my second glass, and I am not pouring a third. Ah, boo. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So the drinks are over. I think it's time for us to wrap up. Is there anything major? Any, uh, any, any closing remarks? I want to read more from this series. I said it. I'll read more. I'll read another book. Okay. <sighs> okay. okay. Um, is there any any predictions that you have, or anything specific that you like to see in the in the series? Is the next book, um, is it Rook and Eden? Is that the next one? Yes. Okay. Gasp. I'm shocked. I'll read that. I'll read that. Because I, I want that, but I also want, I want to know about Dread. He's got a tragic backstory. I does. love a tragic backstory in a monster romance, all right? I want to know what it is. I, I'm honestly more interested in the plot because I want, because obviously this book ended with some questions for the plot. Because mm-hmm. the bad guy, Maximus, he got away how does he have his little gra- glamour ring? Like, that came from the witches. So, like, there's things that I want answered from book two in terms of the plot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm that interested in in Rook and and Eve, though. Wait. Eden. Yeah. Eden, Sorry. I will say something that I'm thinking about as of right now. So in this book, we talk about what we didn't talk about to go way back to thinning is that the first like 10 pages of this are just straight info dump. She's like, let me tell you everything about this world. Yeah. And then we move on and everything gets a name, the pole, the strange, also the strange. Okay. I'm getting, there, there's like four subtopics here. I promise. We're Bring it on. Them. Okay. Bring it on. So they're, all the monsters in this world, the the gargoyles, the succubi, the witches, the whatever, anything that's not human is called the strange. And I remember texting a friend of mine and I said, 
this is a little bit weird to me only because strange is a slang term for sex, right? And she went, I've never heard that. What are you talking about? And I mm-hmm. urban dictionaryed it. And I was like, no, it's like a 90s, early 2000s yeah. slang term for, thank you, you know. Yeah, I can't I had, remember how it's used, but I've heard it, yeah. I had to urban dictionary Who's old it. in this conversation right now? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Laura, I think this I'm is after, I think this is after our time. I think you're, you're aging us. <laughs> I had to I had to look it up and apparently it was specifically uh sex outside of your relationship, so like cheating, but it was in fact a term for sex. So every time they talked about the strange, I was like, this is just a word for sex in this. Can you book. can you give me a, a an example sentence? Yeah. Can you use so the most sentence? common one was and this is for some reason this is the way it was in my brain and the way I explained it to Jenny as I was like, people would be talking about like, Oh, I'm gonna go get some strange tonight. Yeah. Like you're gonna yeah, go yeah, get yeah. laid. Oh yeah! The fuck? I've never heard why, that. I don't know why I'm the one that remembers that, but I'm the youngest person here. I remember. That's true. It's true. You know. You I know. remember. Are you sure um, that you just said it's from the '90s and early 2000s? Like it's like late '90s, sure? I think. Where I should not have known that word. You should not have known that. I, I perhaps you were like a I baby. <laughs> But it, it culturally, I remembered it because it was the first thing I thought of when I saw that. And I was okay. like, this is weird. I, I definitely didn't think about that when reading the book. But that is an interesting perspective. Maybe that's where they were inspired for the word. Uh, who knows? Okay. So uh, I don't know how I got on that subtopic. We were telling uh, what we, the fuck we were talking we about. Predictions for book two. Predictions for book two. This is, hang on. No, it's going it, to, it'll come back to me. Uh, oh, info. Okay, hang on. Info dumping. Then we got to strange. So we went from strange info dump. What's one level back from that? It's gone forever. Into the ether. <laughs> I don't know where it went. I had a thought process, and there was like thought, info dump, strange. I don't know what the fuck was up here. It's it's gone. We tried. I, I got too far off topic, and I will never know what it was. So if you're listening you to this, too close if to you're the yelling, sun. hey, Emma, this is the thing you said 30 seconds ago. I don't remember that. That was a different Emma. <laughs> That's fine. Maybe you'll remember later. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm going to text you guys at like 3 in the morning and be like, oh, my God, this was it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Please do tell us if you remember. Just so, send me a, vo- uh, a voice memo. I'll add it in. Jason, any, any thoughts on next books? Um, no, I'm not going to read the next book. Uh, I don't. Boo. Boo. You recommended it. Yeah, but I didn't know if I was going to like it. They're all gargoyle books. So they're both gargoyle books. So like how, how different is it going to be? Yeah. I remember it. I remember it. (laughs) (laughs) That triggered it. Everybody, this is what it was. It's so important. Um, so within this book, Part of the the thing that we talk about is the pull, right? This this feeling mm-hmm. the gargoyle right. created. First of all, I have thoughts about the fact that the witches created anatomically like correct humanoid gargoyles, but that's for a different topic. Um, and within this, they were created with this thing called the pull, which is like their entire purpose is to protect this one thing. And it's kind of a big deal that progresses through at least a small segment of this book that his pull has changed. He no longer feels it. And it like is a thing that's triggered where he like doesn't feel the keystone anymore. This thing that they're supposed to be intrinsically pulled to because now his purpose has changed from that to Juliana. And that's kind of an important thing within this book. But if all three of them or all whatever of them are gargoyle books, are they all going to have that same epiphanous moment 
And is it going to hit nearly as hard after the first time? I don't think so. And I'm curious if like, they're all going to have that same thing. Because at this point, I feel like if you don't, like, say we get to Rook and Eden's book, and there's not that moment of realizing I don't feel the pull to this anymore. Like, do you really love her then? Because he he liked Juliana more than you like Eden because it changed his whole purpose. But also, if it does, eh, we've seen this before. It happens every time. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Bring yourself into a little bit of a corner. I'm just saying. You're going to have to read and tell us. Yeah. I don't have an answer for that. It was the very important thought I couldn't remember. The Maximus's dialogue implies that he may have had somebody he was in love with. It does. Many, 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 many years ago. I am interested to find out what happened there and why he's considered the bad guy now. Maybe he fell in love with a witch and that's who made his ring. I was just going to say that. Well, maybe. What if we get a Maximus and, um, book? Well, and that's you why the witch well, is, I think we are getting a Maximus book. And that's why the witch has sure. created the gargoyles to be anatomically correct. There's it all reason. comes back. It all circles back around. It all comes back to horny witches. Slander. <laughs> Look here, horny witches are the backbone of this economy. We love horny witches <laughs> and horny vampires. Let's I support going. all witches, horny or otherwise. Mm-hmm. We know you do. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you date the whole coven if you could. All right, anything else? Or should we move on to ratings? I don't think we're good. We got everything. We need to move on. Okay, uh, this book is currently rated 3.8 out of over uh, 5,000 ratings on Goodreads. Emma, I believe you gave a rating earlier. Would you care to restate that for us? I did, I did. I give this about 3.5. Okay. All the time. Bella. I, I did owe that because even though the daddy dom stuff really? took me out of it, hold on. Well, I recognize it was like. Pretty well written and like had potential, just not for me. It's very mature of you. I'm going to say I love that for us that we can like come at this. Like this book was not for me, but yeah, it wasn't a bad book. If you like Daddy Dom, if you like that sort of like power imbalance, but like for foreplay, this is the book for you. Like it did a good job. What took me out of it was the word daddy every time, single handedly, baby girl, terrible. I didn't want to read it, but if that's for you, it's a good time. Get the ebook, copy and paste the entire thing into a Word doc. <laughs> replace daddy no, 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 with no, no. buddy. No, replace the PDF. Ba- Edit PDF. Control. There you all. go. Replace. Replace baby girl with <laughs> baby doll. And literally thief. anything else. Little thief every little time. Thief. Little thief. Oh, yeah, there just you go. Little thief. Little thief. That was a cute one. name. Yeah, I like that. Little thief. Yeah. Okay, Laura, what'd you give this? Uh, I would give it a three and a half. Um, I feel like if I wasn't so annoyed in the end by him having no consequences, I might give it a four. Okay. But that really like put a damper on it for me. So I'm going to go with three and a half. That's fair. All right. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. So what everyone else rated it. Uh, we mentioned the next book, which is called Rook. It's, um, and according to Goodreads, it was expected to be published in either September or October of this year. September is coming on. It's not out yet. So we'll see when it's published. But Emma's going to read it whenever it comes out. So 
you'll report back. I just back. signed up for the alert to get alerted when the pre-order is up for the next book. <laughs> she doesn't go. have a release date. I'm on her Instagram right now. She does not have anything regarding a release date, so I'm guessing it's not coming out in October. Probably mm. not. But no. Good reason. I will let you all know when it is because I just signed up for email alerts. Thank you. Thank you for that. Okay. Uh, okay, so um, we're done with this book. Uh, Bella, you survived. I am incredibly proud of you. Good job. Um, I think I, I need a sticker system or something. Every time you make me read a fucking weird book, I get a prize. I will get you a sticker, a but it's going to have a tentacle in it or it's going to have a cargo. <laughs> Anyhow, okay, I'd so it's time. I'd rather have a tentacle. It's funnier. It's time <laughs> to pick. Uh, it's time to decide who's going to pick the next book. And which book they are going to choose. Is it me and Laura? Are it's we between you one? and Laura. Mm-hmm. Laura, if it's your turn, do you have a book ready to go? I do. Bella, if it's your turn, do you have a book ready to go? I changed my mind at the last minute, so no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope it's not you. I had a lot of options, and then I was like, no, these aren't gay enough, so sorry. Okay, fair. fair. Okay, yeah. well, we'll see how this goes. All right, so I have my little spinny wheel app. Here we go. Bella, Laura, here's the spin. You have to show us so we know you're not cheating. Oh, damn. Uh, it is Bella's pick next. Uh, who does not have a book. Man. So, um, I haven't recovered from my last turn. I'm a little bummed because I've had my pick pretty much almost ready to go since the first episode. Oh, <laughs> first yeah. I will say for as much shit as Bella is giving you, Jason, for both of your picks, Bella's pick is still the worst book I've read Thank all year. You. Thank you for that. So, <laughs> Thank I feel you. like we need to balance those scales a little I, bit here. I am so, so glad much. Bella's pick is not last because uh, it was last last season and that was no way to end the season. So. No, it wasn't. So, right, now um, now I gotta The pressure's sure all gonna be on uh, Laura, but we're not there yet. So Bella, it's your pick. You don't have a pick okay. ready to go. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We will announce it when it is time. I'll do, I'll do sort of like a Stefan recap of what I'm looking for though, which is it has to be very gay, very okay. weird. I want camp. I don't want it to be something we've read before. Like I don't want it to be a generic romance book. Okay. Okay. I, I want to meet you where you're at with fucking gargoyle romance and I want to raise the bar. But I but I got to find it. <laughs> but not but, but not monster so much is what it sounds like. It depends. We'll see. But not weird oh. fucking monsters with tails that drag on Look, the floor. Here's a here's a double edged sword with that Bella because I'm not yeah. choosing a book based on what I'm into. I'm just choosing it based on what sounds fun. You I make s- it very clear that you don't like certain things. So if you <laughs> pick a book, I feel like you're revealing what you're into. I know. I'm oh. really scared. I think I should also caveat that it probably won't be anything I'm into. Mm, uh, oh, we'll okay, uh-huh. okay, okay, okay. Gotta lay the groundwork right. for that right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well. well, we look forward to finding out what that is. I'm gonna if- have to take shots before I host. <laughs> Yes. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. If Bella picks a book before this episode is released, I'll uh I'll, we'll do a pickup and insert it. But uh Okay. Anyway, whatever okay. it is, I'm sure it'll be fun. It'll be a blast. I uh, can't <laughs> wait to find out what it is. Hey everybody, Jason here editing from the future to let you all know that Bella did in fact choose a book, and that book is The Sting of Victory by S.D. Simber, which is a queer fantasy romance with vampires. So you can look forward to that book when the time comes. But until then, let's get back to the episode. Um, that's the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening to our discussion of Titan by Jillian Graves. Uh, if you have read this book and would like to share your thoughts on social media, please find us at Shit We've Read on Instagram, 
X, TikTok, and Threads. Um, it's a weird time for social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emma, would you like to uh, share where people can find you? Oh, you can find me on TikTok at Emma Skies or on Instagram at Biblioskies. It's pretty much the only two places I use anymore. I finally deleted Twitter off my phone and my life has improved. It's been a good time. Sounds I love great. that for you. Yeah. Oh, you're more in line than this. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Uh, tune in next time for whatever book Bella chooses. And um, I wish we had a catchy outro, but we don't. Anyhow, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Shit We've Read After Dark is hosted by Laura Benson, Jason Rico, Bella Romero, and Emma Skies, with an introduction by Jessalie Windhouse and editing by Jason Rico. To join the discussion, find us at Shit We've Read on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. For more information about us or to request transcripts, please visit shitweavered.com. This podcast is part of the Bylo Network. Visit bylonetwork.com for more great geeky podcasts. And thank you so much for listening. 